Hello there, this is Guru talking to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how. First off, it is absolutely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more providers. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there, this is Guru talking to you about anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's completely free. Second, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. And welcome to the Ballistic Podcast, the all-star draft version of the Ballistic Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Guru Ramprakash, all the way from San Jose, California. And joining me, as always, via Skype from Monterey, California, is Vikram Kant. Vikram, how are you doing on this Super Bowl Sunday afternoon? Hey, you know, I'm doing great, man. Living the dream. Can't do much better than Monterey. Can't do much better than California, frankly. Yeah, except for the last weekend or so. It's been raining really hard. Um, yeah, but while it's been raining here, it's been like sub-zero other places. I'll take the rain, man. Oh, of course, of course. And like pray- <laughs> you know, prayers, prayers up to the people in Chicago. Um, basically, the the northern part of the United States for some really, really frigid temperatures. My goodness. Uh, I mean, I've heard it's getting better for you guys, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, spring comes sooner than it is supposed to. I mean, the Groundhog's Day was yesterday, and yeah, I, we all, uh, all got to stick the, together in times like this. So it's important to to say that for these guys. That that just sucks, man. It's unbelievable. But yeah. even and, that, even when there's cold temperatures, the NBA is always red hot. Uh, of course, of course it is. I mean, I mean, basketball's played inside, so that's that's one of the reasons why it's it's red hot. And uh, so we are planning to have our very own All Star Draft. So if you don't already know, um, Team LeBron will be drafted by Vikram, and Team Giannis will be drafted by myself. And how it's going to work is that Team LeBron is going to be picking the starters first, and uh, he, I mean, picking first for the starters. And Team Giannis will be picking first for the reserves, and we'll just go back and forth until our teams are finally selected. But before that, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski has just released some trade news. Rodney Hood, uh, who is playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, just has been traded to the Portland Trailblazers for two second-round picks. Uh, Wade Baldwin, who was a first-round pick a couple of years ago, and Nick Stauskas. Uh, Ver- sorry, Vikram. Uh, what do you think of this trade for um, Portland? They're adding a bench piece who is going to help them score off the bench. I think this is fantastic. I mean, absolutely fantastic for Portland because uh, Nick Stauskas and Wade Baldwin weren't doing a ton for them off the bench, and they really need some scoring punch off the bench. 
so that they're able to actually hang in games and Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum don't have to shoulder so much burden. So I think Rodney Hood is actually a really, really good pickup for them, especially for the price of just the two second round picks. And then Nick Stauskas was definitely not a value for them. So I'm happy that they grabbed somebody like Rodney Hood, who said that he might be he might be interested in re-signing with them, so he might be a longer-term piece for the Blazers. So I think that's actually pretty uh, pretty good for them, pretty important for them. So I'm excited for them for that. Uh, well, one thing that's not being talked about, actually, Rodney Hood uh, had re- veto rights on any trade that would have happened because he signed the one-year $3.4 million yeah. qualifying offer. So yeah, that he, shows he was willing to go to Portland. And, he, I mean, that's, that's part of the way through maybe signing long-term with uh, the Blazers, uh, I just I just wanted to add that uh, you can uh, continue, Vikram. Yeah, no, actually, the that's really important to say that he waived his bird rights to be there. So obviously, he wants to be there, and I think that's that's really good for I think that's really good for the for the Blazers because they they are in desperate need of uh, of some depth at that position. So basically, any position they could score, they would want, and I think Rodney Hood is actually a really good piece for that. So. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting watching that team now. I've always liked watching the Blazers, but adding a, a dynamic scorer like Rodney Hood, especially maybe for the long term, is a good pickup for them. And uh, when we're talking about these big, huge superstar names like Anthony Davis and Christoph Porzingis, sometimes smaller names like Rodney Hood fall through the cracks. And uh, these are the players that really help playoff teams uh, finish out the season and hopefully. Uh, make deep playoff runs so good for Portland uh, we look forward to um, more deals involving uh, these uh, middle of the road players that uh, help playoff teams uh, uh, as the trade deadline approaches right Vikram yeah absolutely because you got to understand and I think most people who listen to the show are pretty avid basketball fans but the idea is you have to have star players but you have to have role players and other talents that surround them that are complementary with the with the star players Rodney Hood is an excellent example of somebody that is complementary to that and has the potential to be slightly more than that. I don't think he's ever going to be, you know, an all-star, but I think he can be a very dependable starter in this league. So it's great for the Blazers to be able to pick someone like that up on a, on a lower cost. So I think it's going to be good for all involved. Yeah, and I mean, when you look at Rodney Hood, you really hope that his injury woes are behind him. And that his, yeah. I mean, he's been pretty healthy with, with the Cavs thus far this season. And he, I mean, whether the Cavs have been losing or not, uh, he's been putting up numbers. So um, if he is able to translate that to the Blazers, that would be good for the Blazers. So, yeah, uh, yeah um, I, I didn't want to uh, go go too long talking about that. Uh, so uh, without further ado, uh, let us start our all-star draft. So Vikram, Team LeBron, you are on the clock. I mean, I don't have a timer for you to pick, but um, start picking the starters. <laughs> Yeah, with the uh, first pick in the LeBron draft. Before I go into my first pick, how crazy would it be if I picked Kyrie Irving just to troll the world? But I'm not going to do that. Uh, with the first pick of the of the all-star draft, Team LeBron, Vikram is actually making this pick, selects uh, Kevin Durant from the Golden State Warriors. So your first pick from last year is also going to be your first pick this year. You want to talk oh, about yeah. KD for a second here? Uh, his year has been pretty phenomenal. I think uh, with from the the game plan of putting together a winning squad, I need a dominant scorer who can also defend at a high level. Kevin Durant fits that to a T. And let's be honest, I kind of want him to come down to L.A. So, you know, just putting those feelers out there. All right. So uh, Kevin Durant, it is for you. 
Um, uh, so if you want to uh, write, type in Kevin Durant I'll under, that, under uh, I'll put that in there. So right, and uh, okay. So uh, I'm Team Giannis, and my plan for the All Star game is for me to be the point center, which means I'm going to handle the ball, and I need the paint to be open. So what does that mean? I need to be surrounded with shooters and uh, and uh, versatile scorers as well. So I'm going to go with uh, Paul George. For my for my first pick, uh, Paul George. He's not only been scoring this year; he's been a very good defender as well. And he's he's been the Thunder's best player so far this year. Um, I've been very surprised by what Paul George has been doing. And it's clear that a free agency that was a distraction that was a distraction last year is behind him, and he he's he's putting up great numbers. Solid, solid. Yeah, I'm gonna be picking uh, Kawhi Leonard. Ooh, okay, so. Uh, going with another Ford, yeah. Let's talk Dude. about Kawhi Leonard for a second. Uh, his uh, his year with Toronto so far. So far, uh, I think it is safe to say that people who were worried that his injury would prevent him from having a successful career moving forward were uh, were incorrect. I don't know that it's going to be perfect for him simply because uh, the spate of rest that he's had makes me worried about some of the longer term uh, potential consequences that there may be. But maybe it's an injury that requires him to manage for the rest of his career. Maybe it's degenerative. We don't really know. But I hope that his injury history is behind him. That's uh, for sure. Right. And uh, to make sure that his injury his injury is, history is behind him, uh, he's not playing back-to-backs at all. And that's probably a smart thing for him. He probably needs a consistent recovery process after every game. And um, it's it's really helping him thrive this year in Toronto where championship aspirations are real. And so uh, Kawhi Leonard to Team LeBron. So Team LeBron's going with a couple of versatile forwards for their team. So you're going LeBron, Durant, and um, and Kawhi Leonard. So uh, that's if a goal. I'm good. I'm planning on playing Kevin Durant at the two. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that that's what that's what he did his rookie year. He I think I think he was just fine. So I mean, good, good for you sure. and uh, sure your plan. But I'm I'm Team Giannis, and I I, I got a plan as well. And I'm I'm all about surrounding myself with shooters. So, and who's the best shooter amongst these starters? Steph Curry. So I'm picking Steph Curry. Nice. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and Steph Curry, he he started off the year really, really strong. People were talking about um, having an MVP uh, MVP type of type of year. His the first 10, 10 games or so of the year. Then he had that uh, adductor injury that uh put, put him on the shelf for a little bit but since he's come back the warriors have sort of gone on this run and uh have uh taken first place in the western conference of course they're tied with denver who uh who is another team that's having a good season uh but yes uh, steph curry phenomenal season phenomenal shooter fits with team fits with team Giannis. so yeah steph absolutely steph's not a bad pick there at all sure. i'm gonna go with uh, so now that I, I have these positions covered, I need a point guard, and I'm picking James Harden as another just brutal scorer. Oh my god, it's it, gonna be good. It, it, it really looks like you're avoiding Kyrie here. <laughs> no, I, I'm not really necessarily avoiding Kyrie. I'm just kind of waiting to see who you pick. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, James Harden, uh, the middle of the se- middle middle of the season that he's had has been historic. That's oh yeah, yeah. I mean, He's leading the MVP race, as much as I may begrudgingly admit it. 
Of, of, of he's, he's definitely not my favorite player in the world, especially from an aesthetic perspective. But that's not to take anything away from his greatness. Obviously, see CP3 went down, and Eric Gordon was also down for some time, so he had to take all the offensive reign. And uh, I mean, it was fun to watch it from a regular season perspective. Him uh, trying in the regular season, going for um, point totals like thirty points and a half. Um, uh, 50 plus points in a game just like single-handedly carrying the Rockets uh, I mean it's been good for him and he is uh, another MVP candidate as you said probably the leader in in that in that category so uh, good good for James Harden he is on team LeBron so LeBron, LeBron's going for a bigger lineup here I I, I, I can see that um, so I, again now uh, team Giannis so I already got one Charlotte hometown boy with Steph Curry uh, I'm wondering whether I should go with Kemba Walker or uh, Joel Embiid. So I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kemba. Kemba he's had a really really solid year with the the Charlotte Hornets. Pretty much has carried that team to the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, and he, he can go on scoring scoring spurts like no other, and he can also play off the ball. So I'm pretty much the point center in this in this game, as you can see. Um, I'm going to have all these guys space out and uh, shoot threes, and I'm going to take over the paint. So uh, g good luck guarding me. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I'm going to pick... Oh, man, this is rough because I really want to pick Joel Embiid because I want a center. But at the same time, I also want to recruit Kyrie. But you know what? Screw it. I'm taking Joel Embiid. Oh, okay. Wow. That, that, that was a, I mean, you, you sort of pump faked Kyrie there. Now he's definitely not coming to LA. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have uh, Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard. Maybe I can, maybe I can get, uh, maybe I can get Kawhi to reconsider his, uh, his stance on coming down to. I, I mean, I, I'm sure Kawhi wants to come to LA. I, I, I mean, just, you're just, just not sure he wants to come to the Lakers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, okay, so, yeah, I mean, this uh, All-Star game is sort of a recruiting tour in a way. Um, we saw uh, Steph Curry, uh, Durant, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson try to rec recruit Kevin Durant when they went to the All-Star game back in Toronto, uh, and it became a, a, one of the big stories over the All-Star break. So, you know, I mean, uh, stuff happens, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm, I'm going to have three point guards. On my roster, so Steph Curry's pretty much my my power forward here. I I, I didn't I did not anticipate this happening, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving, and the All Star Game's all about offense, anyways. So uh, Kyrie Irving is gonna be on Team Giannis, and he has had he's had, he's had a really good year. He's been in the news for the wrong reasons, though. I can tell you that much. Yes, he has. And uh, you know, uh, but he's an All Star, and uh, he's gonna be on on Team Giannis. So. Maybe uh, if I once I look back on this, I probably should have spent a pick on on James Harden. Maybe make my lineup a little more a little bigger. But anyways, the All Star game is all about offense anyway, so I'm I'm just gonna shoot the three and you know make my hay that way. Make a lot of threes. Of course, <laughs> you're gonna have to. And yeah, so that completes our starting lineup. So now that I look at my starting lineup, I'm gonna be picking the reserves uh, first. So yep, I'm, yep. I so I, I have a lot of point guards. Uh, I, I need some big men for sure. So uh, the first picks, uh, first pick for my reserves is who's probably going to be my first pick anyways. Regardless, is going to be Anthony Davis. 
And, yeah, that's and fair. Anthony Davis is another person who's been in the news, um, and he has had a, a really, really good season for the Pelicans st- statistically, and his assist numbers are up, so which is which is good for him. And he uh, he's pretty much a starter uh, who is on the reserves list, so I'm going to take advantage of that and add AD to the team. So, uh, hey, um, LeBron, you don't get to pick AD this time. Oh, well, that's okay. Uh, I'm going to take Ben Simmons. Wait, is that okay because you're getting AD Thursday? Ask me now. Uh, answer me now. Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> we are. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think if a trade is made, it's going to be to the Lakers, I, I would suspect. And I would say I if I was the Pelicans, I just I don't want to have the downside risk of not trading him now. That That's my biggest worry. Hmm. Okay. Just think so, they can, uh, so, there's so much downside risk for them. Sure, sure, and absolutely. And uh, I mean, we'll see what happens to AD over the deadline. Will whether he will be wearing a, a Pelicans logo on his jersey or some other logo? Uh, that that would be something else. Anyways, um, so Vikram, your turn to pick. Uh, I picked Ben Simmons. Right. Okay. So let's talk about Ben Simmons for a second. Oh man. So. I just figured I'm I'm going all in on this like size roster over here with a lot of switchable pieces. I can see that. I can. So I figured Ben Simmons would be a good fit in that. But in all honesty, his role uh, for the 76ers is quite amazing as a as a point guard, power forward type player. Uh, his his passing vision is is phenomenal, and some of the stuff that he was doing, especially. Uh, if if people caught the game between the 76ers and the Warriors, Ben Simmons was impossible to handle. Him, him and Joel Embiid were extraordinarily difficult for the Warriors to handle, and I think they're a, a potent tandem, and they will be for years to come if the 76ers can maintain their roster in a way that makes sense. So we'll see, but I'm quite happy with picking Ben Simmons here. Uh, absolutely, and for for a big man who can handle the ball, he he has the competitive advantage of the league. And uh, the fact that he's an all-star without a jump shot just speaks to his talent. Um, and if he develop if he developed a jump shot, he's probably an all-star starter, MVP candidate. So Ben Simmons to Team LeBron, yeah, your team's really your team's really big. But you also got ball handlers on that team as well with Le- LeBron, uh, James Harden, Ben Simmons. So yeah, good, I mean, good, good job with your team. Um, I'm I'm gonna stick with size, and I'm also gonna stick with moving the ball because. Moving the ball is how you're going to get the best shot. And uh, I'm going with one of my favorite players, uh, Nikola Jokic. Jeez, okay, okay. Yeah. I like it. I like the pick. I yeah, definitely yeah. do. And uh, Nikola Jokic obviously was not an all-star last year, so this is this is a, a new uh, addition to the all-star team. And man, oh man, he has uh, taken the Denver Nuggets to another level. Uh, and he has redefined the big man position not only can he can he score and can he rebound, but he he can pass the rock. He's gotten better on defense, and he is one of those like under the radar MVP candidates. No one talks about because no one really watches the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but I mean, them being in first place right now is almost completely attributable attributable to Nikola Jokic. Oh yeah, he has played phenomenally this year. So I'm completely on board with that pick. Yeah, I mean, and I'm glad to get him. One of my favorite guys. So, uh, yeah, uh, Vikram, you're up next. Give me Clay Thompson. Ooh, this is early. Yeah, but is this is this another one of your recruiting 
uh, missions? No, it's not really one of my recruiting missions. Oh. I just need some shooting on this team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't have shooting per se, but after I pick Ben Simmons, I want to be able to spread the floor out. And I think a Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson pairing is kind of brutal for other teams to try and guard. So I'm kind of, I'm just going with that. I got a lot of size on my team. I want to continue that trend too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, you're, I mean, your team is sort of uh, bridging the gap between size and, and, and skill. And uh, Clay Thompson, he had a rough start to the year, but he yeah, he's come back strong over the last couple of weeks, shooting 38% from three, uh, despite how cold he was to start the year. And uh, he's just uh, one of the best shooters in the NBA, one of the best three and D players in the NBA. And uh, yesterday during the Lakers game, uh, Lakers fans were shouting, shouting, we want Thompson, we want Thompson. <laughs> and and uh, Steve Kerr after the game said that uh, if I were sitting with them, I would want Clay Thompson too. So, um, I mean, it's just um, people recognize what kind of a player he is. And uh, coaches also recognize it as well. So that's probably why he's a reserve on the All-Star team year after year. So good for Clay and good for Team LeBron. Uh, so I'm, I'm next and I'm confused who to pick here. Uh, God. So I have a lot of point guards. I have some big men. I don't have a lot of wings. So I'm going to go with a wing here. It's just a, a question of which wing. So I'm going to go with another one of my favorite players, Chris Middleton. Jeez, this is early for him too. Dang. Yeah. So, um, uh, Chris Middleton. He, I mean, it is er, quite early for for him, but uh, I just want to talk about him a little bit. He is the perfect example of a guy who starts his career as a second round pick, doesn't play very much, uh, gets traded, faces some adversity, faces uh, uh, losing seasons, and just keeps working and working and working, and uh, eventually working his way up to being being an All Star. Yeah, no complaints there. It's truth. Yeah, and uh, that's an amazing story, and is a, a very amazing player as well. So, I'm good with that pick. So, and he plus he's my teammate, so I, I cannot leave him out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, for sure. So, Chris Middleton. Truth. He, he's also free Chris. agent, so uh, I, can, I can't let LeBron get 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 his hands on him. I mean, geez. So yeah, every, every, this is a recruiting pit for everybody in the league. Basically, come play with LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, I think my next pick will be Blake Griffin. Okay. Wow. Okay. He's still still going big. He's got a little he's got a little ball handling to him. He's a good passer. Anyways, Dude, but you you, back, you take my, over talk about Blake Griffin a little bit. Uh, Blake Griffin is my uh, my point power forward. Like you got a point center with Giannis. Sure. Uh, I've now got a point power forward. I've got a I've got two point power forwards with Ben Simmons and Blake Griffin. Uh, you know, I think Blake Griffin's had a really wonderful season. I think uh, I think the Pistons did well to get him. I think the Clippers got good value. I think that's another example of a trade where both teams managed to do relatively well given the the constraints. I do think one of the funniest storylines of the year was uh, uh, was absolutely the whole uh, blowing off Steve Ballmer. Oh yeah, that was so funny. Oh my and you God. know what? Frankly, I don't even blame him for that. I think you know. I think Steve Ballmer deserved that. I mean, uh, after comparing uh, him to ML uh, Martin Luther King and then trading him that same season, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, you, you, I mean, you, you just look like a fraud after that. And uh, I mean, I, I don't, really do. Huh? And so I don't, I don't blame him at all. Yeah, I mean, there are hard feelings there, and there are probably going to be hard feelings for a very long time. Do you yeah. think Blake Griffin gets his jersey retired though by the Clippers? Probably. And uh, yeah, he probably comes back from that, and oh. 
hard feelings are going to be put aside for that day. Anyways. Yeah, just that day. I mean, he truly is, was, you know, he put the Clippers back on the map. So, uh, you know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can just forget that. All right. As a franchise, if you want other people to come, because you have to honor the people that actually did good for you or did well and right by you. So, so I don't think that there, those bad feelings are going to last a while, but not forever. Right. Yeah. So, uh, f- uh, moving on to my next pick, um, I'm looking for a guy, another guy who could spread the floor a little bit for me. You know, that's, uh, that's the name of the game. And, uh, because of that, I'm going to go with, uh, Bradley Beal. And uh, he's had a very uh, interesting season uh, in terms of being involved in trade rumors early on when the Wizards were struggling to now John Wall being injured. And now he's sort of the face of the Wizards. And the, the Wizards, uh, they have uh, they've been better than what they were in the beginning, beginning of the season. Uh, they're moving the ball more. They're getting everybody involved. But they're still um, in, uh, I think, I, I believe they're, they're in ninth or tenth place in the East. The playoffs don't really look possible for them unless they go on this huge winning streak. But Bradley Beal has sort of righted that ship, and he he has shown why uh, he he's a star in this league, and he would help any team who acquired him. Yeah, if a team was able to acquire him. Yeah, uh, apparently he's not for sale, but who but who knows? I mean, the trade deadline I, is why? three days away, and uh, of course you know, you you, you got to ask why. Bradley Beal is probably the player you could acquire the most assets for. Um, but was, for some reason, the Wizards are absolutely the best player on that team too. So yeah, <laughs> so I don't, I don't blame them for not wanting to trade him. For for sure, for sure. Um, I, I I'm on, I'm, I'm on the fence on that as well. Uh, but I, uh, I would obviously like to see Bradley Beal on another team. I think, I think that would be good for Bradley Beal. That'd be good for the for the league. Frankly, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it's true. So with my next pick, I think I'm going to go with. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with Dame Lillard. Okay, Dame. He's your first yeah. true point guard. Yeah. Well, I think James Harden counts. Yeah. Okay. 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 Maybe. Yeah. But yes, Dame Lillard is definitely my my point guard, and he's another guy who's just going to light up. He's going to light up the scoreboard for sure. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely, he's and gonna, he's going to shoot. And he is he's pulling that Portland team. He is putting he's pulling that Portland team to success. Uh, he's outplaying clearly outplaying McCollum, who's having a little bit of a down year by most standards. So I'm happy that I now have uh, some reinforcements for that point guard spot. A true true backup for the point guard spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, great, great pick by you. Um, so for for my pick. So I got a, I got a couple of big men. Uh, so I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add to my big men, and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, mm, I'm, I'm between Carl Anthony Towns and Nikola Vucevic. Well, I'm I'm just gonna have the Nikolas on my team, you know. So I'm going I'm going Nikola Vucevic, uh, having both the both Serbians uh, on my team, and he's had a breakout year for the Magic. Uh, obviously, the Magic they're they're not in playoff position right now, and um, they are probably going to be sellers at the deadline. You wonder if Nikola Vucevic is going to be sold to to another to another another team along with you know Terrence Ross. But he he's had a great season. He really uh, bringing out his inside outside game. Uh, he uh, and offensively he's he's a tough guy to stop. Uh, I'll just oh. say that. And whoever gets him in free agency next year will be getting a great player for sure. No doubt. 
No doubt at all. I know, I know you're so. a big fan of Vucevic. Oh, yeah. I love Vucevic. I'm very excited. I'm, I was very happy to see him just succeed in general. So I'm excited for that. So I'm going to go with Cat if you're taking Vucevic. You're going to go Cat. Okay. Meow. Yeah, I guess Meow, right? Oh, what the heck did I just do? Oops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about Cat for a bit. Obviously, at the beginning of the season with the Jimmy Butler distraction, he he really struggled. Uh, yeah, and, so, and oh, as soon as Jimmy this, Butler left, he started playing like an all-star again. I wonder why, right? Distraction's yeah. not good for people. I wonder, like, it's kind of an obvious formula, right? When you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, you don't, you're not able to play to your best. And then when that situation is righted to a degree, you're then able to play better. Surprise, surprise, right? Oh, of course. I mean, some of the stuff just super obvious, but I'm glad that he's playing better. And uh, he's, he has looked so much better on defense this year. And I think that's the reason he looks overall a better player. And I think that's the most important thing for Carl Anthony Towns is for his defensive effort to be there night to night. And I think this year it's been much, much more, uh, much, much more visible in his play. So I'm very happy to be able to say that about him. And um, the Timberwolves right now, they're, they're in ninth place. Uh, playoffs, maybe, maybe not in, uh, not in their future. Um, maybe, maybe not. You know, it, it depends on how they finish off the second half of this year. But obviously, they have a face of the franchise in Carl Anthony Towns, so um, it's something to look forward to for them. So uh, now going uh, now it's uh, Team Giannis again. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, D'Angelo Russell for for my for my pick. Jeez! Oh wow! You yeah. are killing it with these picks, man. Uh, am, am I really? So crazy. I was gonna say your team looks really good, but anyways, D'Angelo Russell. Obviously, the low point of his career was when. Uh, uh, when he shared that um, tape of Nick Young uh, while he was on the Lakers, and uh, it's it sort of ruined um, what what was there with the with the Lakers at that point, and then he got traded, and he he seemed to be on the lows of lows, and uh, with the Brooklyn Nets, he's really really turned it around and become an All Star on it for a team that no one expected to be in playoff position, but there they are. They definitely are, and so that is that is. It is impressive to see what he has accomplished this year. And, I mean, he has been unfortunately benefited, and benefited is not a good word, but for, in terms of his individual statistics, benefited by a spate of injuries to the Nets with Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie being out. That's very I, I true. Suspect, I suspect if they were both healthy that we wouldn't necessarily have this storyline with him being an all-star. Maybe, maybe you have a storyline with Karis LeVert being an all-star then. Absolutely. I just, I'm very happy that the Nets have a representative and, there we we say it almost every week, but their the franchise's ability to have turned around after those disastrous trades, giving up all of those future assets for an aging Pearson Garnett. I'm I'm just so happy that the Knicks, particularly Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson, have turned around and righted the ship. And all franchises should look at the Nets as an example of a a franchise that was able to overcome a terrible terrible situation. To once again be relevant in the NBA, so maybe, maybe there's a franchise across the Brooklyn Bridge, who yeah, uh, that should pay attention. Just pay attention to that exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm totally with you, man. Okay, so um, would that be Team LeBron? Your turn. I will select my man Russell Westbrook. Okay, your man. <laughs> you can you can have him. The <laughs> cheese. Yeah, I, mean, I know he's having the worst shooting. He is having the worst shooting uh, season of his career. I get it. But he is killing them 
on the glass and passing. He's still averaging a triple-double, which apparently has lost all meaning in the NBA now. So that's a it's a little strange. Like it used to be a big deal to get a triple double. Now like everybody gets a triple double every couple nights. So I, I guess him averaging a triple double just isn't as uh I, I believe it's because like the game is just going faster and uh, more more assists are uh, resulting in in buckets these days. Like pe- people don't pass it into the post and it's like dribble, dribble, dribble and then shot. You don't get an assist that way. Where it's just get catch and shoot. You know what I mean? So that's why yeah. that's probably why the assist numbers are up. And uh, but uh, one thing I will say about Russell Westbrook, he's just a hustler. He, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he he plays hard one hundred percent of the time, and that p- probably works to his detriment in the playoffs. He sort of runs out of gas in a way, like James Harden. But I cannot blame him for it. He he he's an all star because of that. Oh yeah, he is an all star because of his basically because of his hustle. He's one of the few players that I've ever seen that approaches every single game like he wants to kill you. And uh, that's pretty impressive. Okay. Uh, and we, we, with that note, uh, we go to Team Giannis. That's, uh, I'm drafting for Team Giannis. And uh, I'm going to go with uh, K- Kyle Lowry for this pick. Kyle Lowry. So uh, uh, Kyle Lowry, obviously, now he's playing second fiddle to uh, Kawhi Leonard in Toronto. And uh, they, they played uh, really well together. And Kyle Lowry's having a career year passing the ball. I've, I've noticed that. Uh and uh, as long as the Toronto Raptors keep having success, Kyle Lowry will be uh, a big reason why. Without a doubt. And I mean, you just hope he can stay healthy, and and yeah. and, and stay healthy going going into the playoffs because uh, the um, the Toronto Raptors playoff run is so dependent on that. Oh yeah, without Kyle Lowry, I don't think they can win. Yeah, I don't think that's even close. Right. So, and so, uh, so, so with that, uh, Team LeBron. And uh, you know who I'm going to pick. I'm picking my man, LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, no. Who I actually thought... is one of my favorite players. So, oh, Come on. I, th- I thought Team LeBron was going to pick D. Wade for, for a comm- commemorative send-off. He's the last pick anyway. Oh, come on. I'm counting on you picking Dirk Nowitzki because you have no bigs. Or not as many bigs. Well, I guess now you have uh, you've, you've got three. Uh, I got I got Vucevic, I got Jokic, I got Anthony Davis. So I, I got enough bigs. Don't don't worry about me. All right, man. You can uh, <laughs> you can now make your picks between uh, okay, between well, our legs, which well, we should talk about anyway, just in in general. So where are you on this? Oh, did I put? Oh, I might have accidentally. Oops, I actually deleted Dwayne Wade off the list here. Yeah, so you should delete Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, there we go. Delete. There we go. But what do you think about these uh, these legacy legacy all star slots that Adam Silver put into play? Well, I mean, it, it's it's a great story, and Dirk Nowitzki is definitely deserving of it. He is probably the best international player in NBA history, and maybe because of that, because of what he's meant to the NBA and to the game of basketball in general, uh, I I like Dirk Nowitzki being uh, on the on the All Star roster this year. And D Wade, he's a he's a top ten shooting guard, and he had probably the best NBA Finals in history, uh, the first championship that Miami won. Um, but uh, my only question is, where do you draw the line, and where or who who deserves the this legacy pick and who doesn't, and are feelings going to be hurt in the future because of this? Uh, that that's that's my only question. Uh, where um, where is it obvious that someone was a star uh, was enough of a star to uh, get the le- legacy pick in their final year? That's that's my only question. Yeah, I, I understand your sentiment. I would just say like 
it's got to be an obvious case. And with these guys, it's very, very clear why they're getting this legacy pick. Mm-hmm. And I think the fans want to see these guys play in the All-Star game. And then eventually we have to – we really have to kind of understand the fact – and I think people in general have to understand the fact that the All-Star game is for the fans. And I understand that you know All-Star teams have – ramifications on contracts also seems to have lots of ramifications on a lot of things but you know there is something for the best players in the nba and that's the all nba teams the all-star team is really for the fans to see people in a game that they want if they want Dwayne wade and and uh dirk Nowitzki for a one final rodeo let them have it you know i think that's the best thing yeah and they, they absolutely deserve it as as we oh, said yeah. so for their, um, so for for team Giannis. You know what? You, you, you t- sort of talked me into it. I'm going Dirk. <laughs> yeah, you need, uh, and, and that leaves me with uh, Dwayne Wade. Oh, well, I, I don't, I don't need him. Come on now. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's, let's, we don't need. I mean, these guys aren't going to do anything. I mean, the, the the last time we needed Dirk Nowitzki on on an All Star team was uh, a long time ago. Anyways, <laughs> uh, it's, it's Team LeBron, and hey, you got D Wade. So uh, yes, I, I do. Mean, it's a it's a good uh, it's good for D Wade to be on Team LeBron. I believe I believe that LeBron's going to pick D Wade pretty early. You think? I, I don't I don't think D Wade's going to be the. La- uh, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say who's going to be the last the last pick of this draft. I would say I, I would actually say one of the ancillary benefits of having D Wade and uh, and Dirk Nowitzki is that they will be the last picks. I think that's actually kind of nice, and that's uh, that's actually kind of smart for for Adam Silver if you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, last year it was it was actually sort of a controversy who was the last pick in the draft, and uh, I mean people were were saying it was Lamarcus Aldridge, and um, but nobody really knew, so it created this drama around the game. That's probably why it's going to be televised live this year. I don't know if it's going to be live or it's just going to be pre-recorded and sh- shown to everybody at the same time. But um, yeah, people are it's... always going to wonder who who's going to get picked last. So uh, it's a it's a great source of drama in, in that way. Yeah, and I, that's why I think the Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade inclusions is so fascinating. And actually, it solves that problem, right? Because they're clearly the worst players on this team. Yeah, you know, and unless unless. LeBron and Giannis have an understanding early where, you know, LeBron's like, hey, man, I'm going to pick Dwayne Wade as my first reserve pick or whatever. And would you mind picking Davidsky or something like that where there's some tacit agreement? There, there's some like appreciation. Uh, like, uh, yeah, unless there's something like that to begin yeah. with, I don't think it's very likely. Right. That, and, uh, that they're not the last picks. Like, and they should be. I, I don't think that there's any question, right? Like, did you ever consider picking one or uh, instead of the. Did you consider picking either of them in front of any of the other All Stars on the list? Uh, no, obviously not, because I, I guess I was uh, in, interested in constructing the best team that I could I could possibly have. Yeah, again, and, that's and, not. And, a, and if if that's your motive, then D Wade and Dirk are going to be the, the final picks, and absolutely. I don't I don't think they would really care about that either. <laughs> I, I think they're just happy to be there at this point in terms of the uh, the inclusion for their and in contra and. In recognition of their long contributions to basketball. So, you know, I, I think that it's a really big honor, and I don't think it really matters who gets picked last anyway. But, you know, I, I understand that it has, it has, you know, nobody wants to be the last guy getting picked last for pickup ball. So it still applies. I mean, without, without Dirk or D Wade, it would have been interesting. But, yeah. 
but now it's it's uh, it's not quite. Um, or, or or maybe it could be if D Wade and Dirk get selected early on in in the reserve round. So with that, we have our all stars and uh, Team Giannis and Team LeBron. Uh, they're they're set from both our sides. Uh, what do you think of your team, Vikram? I think I would wipe the floor with you. Oh, wipe! Oh my God, that's that's a little too strong now. I no, mean, I, uh, we, I we, really... we don't want we don't want anyone getting hurt. <laughs> I, I don't even think it would be a close game, man. <laughs> what? You're going that far? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I really think so. Look, I, I think I think in a four. I don't quarter, know how the heck you would defend me, man. And I, I know I could defend you. That's actually that's actually sort of true. But how are you going to defend? Gian- yeah, how, okay. How are you going to defend Giannis and well, four shooters throw- surrounding him? I can throw Ben Simmons on Giannis. I can throw Kawhi on Giannis. I can throw Joel Embiid on Giannis. I can throw a lot of people on Giannis. How are you going to defend Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and Joel Embiid and LeBron on the same lineup? Yeah, that's, that's especially that's, when you've got three point guards. It's a deep. It's an offensive game. It's all about <laughs> it's like, offense. Yeah, but I get can to you, post. Can you, can, you, can you put up points with us? That's that. that that's yes. The, I'm quite confident because I'm going to get a layup every single down time down the floor because you're going to end up having like Kyrie on Kawhi it's, or like Kevin or Kevin Durant on like Steph Curry. It's, it's just not going to go that well defensively for you. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, I think I obviously uh, I, I, I sort of made a made a mistake in judgment, not going for James Harden instead of Steph Curry. But okay, well, I mean... Even if you had James Harden, I would actually say the same thing still. For sure. You really needed like a... Uh, you really needed one of Kawhi Team, Team LeBron going first and picking Kevin, KD is a little, you know... I mean, it's it's advantageous for, for you. Obviously. To say the least. Yes. And So, uh, I, <laughs> that's why I'm pretty sure... Hey, but, but my, my reserves are pretty good. I mean, I, I, feel, I feel good about, about my reserve team. Absolutely, I, I think you know, you know are going good, in there, creating that huge lead at the beginning of the fourth, fourth quarter, an insurmountable lead. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you think my reserves are that bad, I mean, <laughs> no, they're they're not. I mean, yeah, I, I would actually agree. Your team, would, your team would be uh, a little better. Okay, uh, maybe yeah, the starters for your team would crush my starters for sure yeah and my thing is i don't think your reserves are so much better to overcome that gap okay that's my that's my argument at least whether whether or not that would actually happen and i guarantee you these we will not get the picks right (laughs) i'm willing to put uh as much money as i have on that but if you do that'd be that'd be pretty interesting I i think i personally think lebron uh will pick Kyrie. Not not first. I think I think he picks KD first, but maybe he picks Kyrie second. I, I would I would agree with you. I think he probably does pick Kyrie. I just didn't because I wanted that super big team. For sure. Did, did LeBron I, I, have a super big team last year? He, I I think LeBron picked Kyrie last year as well, didn't he? I don't remember. I feel like that would that might have been a storyline. Who knows? Yeah. It. I, I believe LeBron and Kyrie were on the same team. So, any, a, anyways, um, uh, with that, uh, that will be our All Star episode uh, of the the Ballistic Podcast, and hopefully, we're back with you uh, next week with some uh, juicy trade deadline stuff that uh, I mean we can talk about. And uh, Vikram, you got any last words? 
No, uh, just as always, if you listen to the podcast, do us a favor, leave us a comment or a rating or give us some feedback. I promise you, if you leave us feedback, we will respond. I, we uh, we definitely will. I and mean, we definitely will. We're, yeah. we're not, we will not ignore it because we have been searching frantically for feedback forever. And, yeah. And we're not tired of it at all. Even it, if you say we're like the worst podcast ever, you know, I'm, I'm still okay hearing that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, with that, that, that's our episode. Uh, uh, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you guys soon.